We will tell you why you should not be selling Joe Mixon in your dynasty leagues. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. And joining me today is not Matt Williamson, but it's Matt Price, my buddy from DLF and the DLF Dynasty podcast. You can follow Matt at MattPriceFF. Matt, glad to have you on here today. Yeah, I'm so excited, Ryan. I get to talk to you uh, multiple times uh, this week. Uh, I think I was on back when it was still the blueprint uh, years ago, but this is my first time, I believe, on the Locked On format. So love being here with you. Yeah, Matt, I don't know if you caught last week's shows, but uh, as as you know, because uh, we do work together on the DLF podcast, uh, I was out last week. I was in Disney World. I was still on the Locked On Dynasty podcast, recording from my hotel room. The rest of the fam was hanging out at the pool. I was missing out. And, uh, you know, I was dedicated. Williamson praised me for that. <laughs> and this week, he's on vacation. And you see what, what's going on here. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't pull the trigger. He also probably won't listen to this, so I'll, I'll give him a little bit of grief. But uh, <laughs> we, we are going to talk Cincinnati Bengals. We're talking Joe Mixon. Uh, and, and we're continuing our buy, sell, and hold series. I know uh, Kate and Marcus talked about Lamar Jackson. That's one of Matt's favorite players, by the way. One of your favorite players, Matt. Uh, they talked to Lamar Jackson and the Ravens uh, on yesterday's episode. We're moving over to the Bengals today and obviously a fun team. Before we talk Joe Mixon and, and who we're buying, selling, and holding on this roster, let's, uh, let's name all the names because we do have brand new ADP as well. Uh, as we've been going through this series, I've been quoting May ADP from Dynasty League Football. We now have our June ADP posted, so you can go check that out. Uh, Jamar Chase is the wide receiver, too, and the most valuable Cincinnati Bengal. This is the uh, one-quarterback ADP, so that's why uh, that's why it's Chase and not Burrow. Uh, T. Higgins is next, wide receiver 18. Joe Burrow is the quarterback four, third most valuable member of the Bengals. Joe Mixon running back 20, and then a big drop-off because we've got Chase Brown, the rookie running back at RB45, Tyler Boyd, wide receiver 72, Irv Smith, tied in 23, Charlie Jones, another rookie, is wide receiver 108, and Travion Williams, running back 85. Matt, obviously a lot of uh, big names, a lot of important names on this roster when it comes to dynasty and, and fantasy football in general. But I do want to start with Joe Mixon. I had Joe Mixon listed as my hold here, and we were we were kind of chatting before we got started. We both are, I, I think this is fair to say, both concerned about his future, about him possibly not being a member of this team, which would, in my opinion, hurt his value. We're we're seeing uh, some of these other veteran running backs just hang out on the market and and unfortunately not get a ton of interest. Mixon might be next. That being said, he just doesn't have a ton of trade value right now. So I'm holding on to him and kind of waiting to see how this plays out rather than selling at what is a, a pretty low market right now. What about you? Yeah, I'm the same way. I would love to move on from him. I did see a couple of 
trades in the trade in the DLF trade finder where he someone got a first for him. And if you can get a first in, in 2024, oh, yeah. I think I'm taking any first. Uh, the most recent trade was actually Damian Harris in a first for Joe Mixon and, and Tim Patrick. Uh, but I mean, that kind of value, you're going to get the, the production from Harris this year, probably in the form mostly of touchdowns. Uh, and then you get the first next year. Like that's the kind of deal I'm looking for. But the second trade, the second most recent trade is him straight up for Chagosium Oconquo, who I like quite a bit too, but not like... <laughs> Not for a, a running back uh, like Joe yeah. Mixon, right? So his value is a little bit all over the place. If I could get a first, I'm out. But I just don't think you're going to get a first in most situations. Feels like we've grouped Mixon and Dalvin Cook together, yeah. re- really, for much of their career. Both members of the class of uh, 2017, and 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 now kind of dealing with similar. Uh, situations and, and being at similar spots in their career. Of course, Dalvin Cook, one of those names I was referencing as a veteran who is hanging out on the market and, and hoping he gets a job. Uh, it's been, it's been what now over a week since he got released. And, uh, you know, we've heard rumors. We talked a lot about uh, Cook as a possible member of the Dolphins, but, but really no movement uh, on Dalvin Cook. And if Mixon is released, we might be looking at a repeat of that situation. But as you said, he's just, he's just not going for much in, in trades based on the trade finder. I totally agree with you, by the way. If you can get a first rounder, that's an easy call. Um, so it sounds like he's a hold for you as well then. Yeah, I just a hold unless I can get a first like or, you know, a player equivalent. If I can pivot to a wide receiver in his range, um, then I'm happy to do that as well. But I just not sure you're going to get it right now. He's one of those players we talk about in Dynasty all the time where uh, especially at the running back position where we people are afraid to make a move on, on these guys you know, earlier in the off season and we're approaching the midpoint of the off season. Um, but, you know, as we get closer, as he starts playing games, if he has one of those big blow up games in the early part of the season, uh, that's probably going to be your best bet to move on. And you just kind of have to hope he doesn't suffer one of those running back injuries that, that tend to happen in, in training camp. Uh, so I, I think if you are moving him, if your plan is to move him, it should be closer to the season. Yeah. I like that uh, kind of clarification as well, because I don't think this is a hold indefinitely. This is yeah. kind of a hold until fingers crossed the the value bounces back, whether that's um, with Cincinnati kind of reaffirming his position. If we, I think if we get some clarity that he is going to be a bingle, we'll see the value increase a little bit. If he ultimately gets cut and, and lands in a good situation, obviously the value would bounce back. Otherwise, as you said, we're waiting until the season begins and, and hoping for a couple big games. Looking at that new ADP, I said Mixon was RB20. Some of the names below him, I, I got to say I'm a little surprised. Me too. Uh, Rashad White, Cam Akers directly below him, Damian Pierce, obviously younger backs that uh, that you would consider over Mixon at this point. Even Aaron Jones, although he's older, I think his – uh, kind of his place on his own team is is a little safer. I would prefer Aaron Jones. Zach Charbonnet ooh, yeah. down there at RB25 is really standing out. We we see Dalvin Cook at RB26. That's kind of where I envision Mixon being. I'm I'm surprised he's still even a top 20 dynasty running back based on this new ADP. 
Yeah, based on these names after him, I mean, again, we know that ADP is different than trade value in a lot of yeah. cases. And I think some of these names below him have more steam on the trade market than than Mixon do. But if you can make a pivot to any of those guys that you just mentioned, I'd absolutely absolutely do that. One name even farther down the list, I wonder if you could make a one-for-one one one move for someone like Alexander Madison down at running back 29. I kind of feel like I would rather have Madison at least for this season. And if you're holding on to Mixon for one season, Maybe that's the kind of move that you might want to look at. Well, we talk about it on here all the time. We have certainly talked about it on the DLF pod as well, that uh, outside of your elite talents at the top of the running back rankings, we're playing a, a season to season game with these guys. Sometimes, you know, sometimes even a week to week game. So take everything we know about Joe Mixon, take the RB one status, take uh, all that he's done and exactly what you said, do you want Joe Mixon for the next eight, nine, ten months? Or do you want Alexander Madison? I'd rather have Madison as well. Uh, we could go even further. James yeah. Cook, Devon A-Chain, Kendra Miller um, going further down that list. So uh, based on the ADP, Joe Mixon way overvalued. Based on the trades that we're seeing, that's why he landed in that hold category for both Matt and I. So this may be a kind of a league specific uh, situation. If you're finding in your league that Joe Mixon still carries some value, some name value, uh, certainly, as Matt said earlier, if you can still get a first rounder, that becomes a very easy decision. Outside of that, you're probably holding on and waiting. We've talked a lot about Joe Mixon to start the Bengals conversation, but the passing game, both the quarterback and those uh, those talented receivers are really the stars of this team. We're going to talk about those guys next. I want to tell you about FanDuel. It is baseball season. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. We got a note about this the other day, they have upped that uh, that guarantee to their customers. $1,000, no sweat first bet. What a deal. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, go to fanduel.com backslash locked on to join today. Don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, go to fanduel.com backslash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Matt, let's talk about the passing game here. And I want to know, it's tough to, when you, when you look at this roster, I named the names earlier, and we all know the names, Burrow and Higgins and Chase, and, and, and even a little deeper, Tyler Boyd, and maybe Irv Smith. It's tough to find a guy that you really want to sell on this team that you don't want on your roster. So maybe that was a challenge for you. Who did you identify as the player to sell from the Bengals? Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't want to sell really any of the major pieces of this offense. Um, so I went slanted towards Superflex, which I know still is not necessarily the most popular format, but it is for me. I don't play in any one quarterback leagues in Dynasty anymore and redraft for sure. Nice. But yeah. so I went to the quarterback. I went to Joe Burrow and he's at quarterback four in our current ADP. And I think that's totally fine. 
But one of my favorite things to do at the quarterback position when I have one of these elite guys, especially one that I feel might be a little bit overvalued like Joe Burrow. And the reason for that is he doesn't really provide a whole lot on the ground. And, and if you yeah. guys know me at all, you know, I, lo- I just love the rushing quarterbacks. They provide that extra floor, that extra ceiling when the passing game comes along. And Burrow, he's just not really going to give that extra to us. He has to be so much more efficient through the air. He has to throw so many touch- more, more touchdowns than these other guys uh, that provide a little bit on the ground for us. So to be able to pivot to one of those guys to use that that equity that you have at quarterback position to maybe move down the rankings a little bit and pick up a little something extra on the side to either help your roster somewhere else maybe pick up some extra draft capital some depth you know maybe even another star in some regards is, is kind of the move i like to make so one of my i go to the deal of trade finder just to find out what the market is happening and my maybe hot takey current quarterback one is Lamar Jackson. It has been for years, especially excited with the Tom Muck and offense coming in. Mm-hmm. And there's a trade in the trade finder right now, Burrow for Lamar Jackson, Shiggy Okonkwo, and a 25 second. It's not a lot, of, a lot more on top, but you're going to add that rushing upside to it. You probably lose a little bit in terms of uh, reliability at the position. You know, the last two seasons, Lamar Jackson has only played 11 full games. Um, but in the in that time, Lamar Jackson has averaged 21.98 points per game in 2022. In 2021, he averaged uh, 2020, 22.89 points. Uh, in those two seasons, Burrow averaged 21.7 last year, 20.5 last year. And then in 2020, you go back that uh, to that season, Lamar Jackson played 15 games, averaged 22.8 points per game, Burrow just 17.9. So I think they're going to probably score in the same range most of the time. But when Lamar Jackson hits, when those legs really come – uh, into play for him. Uh, it shows up on the scoreboard. Last season in weeks two and three, he had 40 point, uh, 40 point fantasy games in both of those games. Uh, he said he has three of those over the last two seasons. Uh, and that's just something, that's just a ceiling that Burrow is going to struggle to get to without throwing for five, uh, 500 yards, five touchdowns. He did get to 39 points uh, in one game last season. Um, but on a week to week basis, I just feel like uh, someone like Lamar Jackson offers more upside and and you can take that, uh, down the, down the row some more, you know, I think he's, uh, Lamar Jackson is like quarterback six or seven right now. Uh, in ADP, you can go down to like Trevor Lawrence. You you could probably even go down to somebody like Justin Fields uh, and pick up again, some of that rushing upside. So with Burrow, I just see uh, a situation where you need an extremely efficient high touchdown kind of season to really hit those elite numbers. And it's just so much easier to do so with some of these other guys uh, that run a little bit. So if I can pivot, if I can pick up something else on the side, I'd like to move on from Burrow uh, to somebody that maybe people value a little bit less, but can provide a little bit more ceiling. I think that makes a lot of sense. Actually, you look at the top quarterbacks based on that ADP and think about what they offer you as runners. Uh, Obviously that's almost like bonus points in addition to what they're doing, uh, throwing the ball, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback one, Josh Allen, Jalen hurts. There's burrow at four Lamar, Herbert Lawrence fields, Anthony Richardson, Deshaun Watson rounding out the top 10 quarterbacks. So you know, of course, most of those are going to give you some weekly upside as ball carriers in addition to what they're what they're doing, throwing the ball. And you're right, Burrow is just not Lamar. I mean, neither one of these guys are uh, are at the point where we're worried about this. But Lamar's actually younger than Joe Burrow. I think that might surprise some people since uh, Lamar's been in the league uh, a little bit longer than than uh, Burrow. But I. I think it's really easy. I didn't, I actually did not know Lamar was still your quarterback one. Uh, as I said earlier, I knew he was one of your favorite players 
in the league. Um, but there's a lot of reasons to be excited about him this year. Of course, got the, and, you know, again, if you listen to yesterday's show, Kate and uh, Marcus talked quite a bit about Lamar Jackson. Uh, but the, the contract is finally settled. They've gotten him some new weapons. Um, and, and I think most importantly is, is Todd Munkin and, and that new offense that they're bringing. I'm super excited about that. Uh, I like the idea, although I, I didn't list Burrow as my cell and, and honestly didn't, didn't really even consider him as a cell uh, for some of the, the reasons you mentioned there at the beginning, but um, a, a pivot to Lamar, to Herbert or Lawrence, uh, who are all ranked below him in that ADP. You're right. If you're getting anything else that that could end up just being, you know, icing on the cake there. So I I like I like it's not a it's not a sell at any cost. Uh, You know, if if you can't find that deal, keeping Joe Burrow on your dynasty team is is not a bad thing. But uh, if you can pivot and uh, get that young tight end, get a late first rounder. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Um, there's it. There's even yeah, if you ahead. wanted to go if if you want he just feels like he's in limbo a little bit for me like he's below the top guys like Mahomes and Allen uh, and he's above the guys like Lamar Jackson and I'm not sure he offers more ceiling than either of those groups so there's even a trade in there if you wanted to move up to Mahomes you, you just got to tack on McLaurin and Irv Smith on top of Burrow to move up to Mahomes if you really wanted to, mm. to go the other direction so I just think there's a lot of different things you could do with Burrow in a superflex format right now. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, I, I listed one of the members of this passing game as my cell as well, but it's the wide receiver T Higgins. Uh, T Higgins is our wide receiver 18. That's actually, uh, come down quite a bit lately. Uh, I'm sorry. He's 18 overall. I, I did that last week. I think, uh, <laughs> T Higgins is wide receiver 11, 18 overall. And, uh, this is simply a case of, I, I think he's overvalued. I look at some of the uh, receivers below him. I would prefer them. I, I don't think he's a wide receiver one. I mean, part of it is obviously Jamar Chase there to uh, serve as the, as the top target on that team. So, I mean, I'm not afraid of having two wide receivers on a top offense in general. I, uh, I think that's, that's fine. I just think valuing, T Higgins as a, as a top 12 guy. And maybe we could say the same about Devonte Smith because he's uh he's one spot below at, at wide receiver 12 and, and kind of the second option on his team. Uh, but I just, I just think T Higgins is overvalued here. You look at the trade finder for him and there are uh, plenty of examples where he is uh, being traded for, you know, a first rounder and a, a very solid asset or, um, I think there's a couple in here for multiple first rounders. Higgins is just a guy I want to pivot off of at this point. I can get behind that. You also have, I mean, we presume that the Bengals are just going to resign and maybe if they move on from Mixon, they're going to free up money to do that. So his future seems okay. Um, But, you know, his future might even be better if it moved, if he moved somewhere else and became that true wide receiver uh, one got out of get out from under chase uh I, I guess my only hesitation is like 
like one spot above him at wide receiver 10 is Stefan Diggs. I'd probably, I'd probably rather have Higgins unless I'm just like a stone cold lock for, to, to be a top two or three team this season. You go below him, you see guys like, like Cooper cup, are you going to move him above him maybe for this season? But so it's just tough. You can, you got the young guys, you got Drake London and Jackson Smith below him. Do you want those guys over Higgins? Maybe not for this season, but long-term uh, you probably do. So he's just in a weird spot for me. He's probably, he's, he, he's certainly in the sell category more than a buy, um, but maybe closer to a hold for me. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, good, good uh, suggestion there as far as looking at some of the names below or, or around him, because they are a bunch of those veterans, uh, the Diggs, cup uh, Tyree kill, and Adams group, those, those four old guys that we, uh, we often discuss, but DK Metcalf's at wide receiver 14. I'd rather have him. Um, I would rather have Devante Smith, even though, as I said, it's, it's a little bit of the same argument. I do want Drake London. I do want JSN. Although there's, as you said, you know, some, some question about what they're going to give you this year. Christian Watson down at wide receiver 20. I think I could make a case for him over T Higgins as well. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I like T Higgins again, if he's, if he's on your roster, as, as we said with Burrow, um, it, it's not a must sell. I just think he's overvalued and, and really has been for uh, the past year or so, in my opinion, as he's creeped up uh into that late wide receiver one, early wide receiver two category. He, you know, he used to be kind of the poster boy for pivot, pivot off of CD <laughs> lamb, pivot off of, um, you know, Stefan Diggs a couple of years ago, pivot off of those guys to Higgins. And that's not as easy anymore the way we're valuing him. So now he's the guy I want to pivot off of. All right. We have talked about who we're selling. We're, we've talked about who we're holding. We got to buy some players on this team. We're going to do that next. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Every dayers, check out tomorrow's show. Matt Price will be back in as our uh, as our guest host, and we'll be talking about the Cleveland Browns. A lot of interesting players on that roster as well. So check out tomorrow's show. We'll talk Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Matt, we got to finish up the Bengals conversation first, though. As I said, we're selling a couple of very valuable players, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow. We're hanging on to Joe Mixon until we see how, how his situation shakes out. Who do you want to buy on this team? It, you know, maybe it's easy. Maybe it's just Jamar Chase and paying the paying the iron <laughs> price for him. But uh, that's that's a challenge at least in my leagues, I can't, I can't seem to get him on my roster. Uh, so maybe, maybe digging a little deeper, who are you buying? Yeah, this is a team it's really hard to find bias for just like it. I mean, it's just, it's just a, such a good team. All of these assets we really like. Uh, and like you said, they're going to be expensive. You're either going to overpay in, in Chase's case. I think it's worth it in Higgins case. You know, I think you could go either way, burrow the same in Superflex, maybe a little bit too expensive. So I went dumpster diving, man, uh, and I'm playing out the I scenario like that Mick, they're moving on from from Joe Mixon. They really didn't do much to address the running back position. They still there's still a lot of veterans hanging out there. Maybe they bring in so if they if they were to move on from Mixon, maybe they bring in Hunt or Fournette or one of these guys. And I'm sure they won't roll with just what they have. But what we have right now is the rookie Chase Brown who uh, tested out really well athletically. We know he's a kind of an athletic marvel. He didn't really 
put it all together on the field all the time at college. Um, but he's an exciting prospect. And then, I don't know. This is a free guy, Ryan. Travion Williams. We really uh, haven't seen anything from him in the NFL. I think 47 career carries in four years. It's part of the 2019 or 2018 class, one of those two. Really haven't seen him on the field. He did get some steam earlier this offseason uh, in the news report saying that they would be comfortable with him handing the ball, but they just haven't shown him uh, shown the shown the want to with with Travion. He last season I did watch. If you want to go look up some 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 highlights for Travion Williams in the NFL, it won't it won't uh, take you too long to watch it. I found a one minute <laughs> clip. He had a really nice like full extension catch over over his head. So I think he can probably catch the ball and be receiving back. But I just don't think they're going to turn him uh, turn it you know, give him the the keys to the kingdom, so to speak. And neither with, with Chase Brown, but these guys are basically free. Brown is a late third uh, in rookie drafts. Often case I've even seen him in the fourth round. in, in some cases, I mean, I got him for a dollar in one auction and then Travion is probably on your waiver wire and, and shallower league. So these are just complete dark throws that you're hoping to fall into some volume with a very good offense. So if if it did play out that way, if they move on from Mixon, they cut him to save some money, do you think they trust these guys, uh, Brown and, and Travion, enough to to roll with them as as the Vikings are seemingly doing with, with Alexander Madison? Or would they bring in one of these other veterans? You know, maybe it's Fournette or Zeke or or even Dalvin Cook uh, on on a lower salary. What what would your expectation be there? Yeah, I don't think they would necessarily roll into the season with just these two. And, you know, they do have um, uh, a guy who people were excited about last season, Chris Evans, uh, who did absolutely nothing after we got excited about him for (laughs) especially for best ball leagues. Right. Um, So, yeah, I do think they would bring in a veteran. But but as a dart throw option, you know, any veteran they would bring in, I would assume that Chase Brown is more athletic than them at this point in their career. So if they want those splash plays, I think it has to be somebody like him. I definitely agree with you on the Chase Brown call. Looking at rookie ADP, uh, this is actual ADP, meaning it is coming from uh, real MFL rookie drafts and rookie in dynasty leagues held on my fantasy league. And Chase Brown's the RB nine and twenty five overall. So in your typical twelve team league, he is going to cost you a late second or an early third rounder. And at that price, I think it is well worth the investment. Um, and even, you know, even if Mixon does stick around, I think Chase Brown is a guy I want to get on my team and, and again, kind of see how the situation plays out. Uh, the, the player I list, I went, I went dumpster diving too, Matt. I, I went with, uh, Irv Smith, the tight end, you know, they, they bring in Irv Smith from Minnesota, really talented player. We think, and I say, we think because he just hasn't been able to stay healthy and stay on the field, but we do love the profile day two. A former day two draft pick and in line to be the starter in Cincinnati. I thought, I, I really thought even after they signed him, they would still draft uh, a tight end fairly highly. That didn't happen. And uh, so now it's all systems go for Irv Smith and the, uh, at the tight end 23 price, uh, I'm, I'm willing to uh, make that investment. If you're talking about an, an established league, he's probably going to cost you. Uh, maybe you can get him for a third rounder. Um, I think the better way to attack that would be make him a throw in on a larger deal. Uh, that's what I would prefer to do. But uh, again, it's it's all just going to come down to his health and, and staying on the field. Even a guy like um, Hayden Hurst last year, CJ Uzoma a couple years ago, those guys offered us uh, some, some solid fantasy production 
And I think Irv Smith is just better than more, more talented than those players. Again, when he's on the field. Yeah. He just came into the league so young and the yeah. injuries have been a thing for him. He's still kind of learning the position. It still is weird to say, but you know, at just 24 years old and not a ton of, uh, of game time, just, uh, I guess my hesitation, you know what I'm going to say, Ryan, he's never going to be a top, a top two option on that team. Right. And it's really difficult to make an impact as a, as a tight end from a fantasy standpoint. um, If you're not one of those top two options on your team. So uh, from that perspective, I'm not holding out for much, but I like the dart throw. I think, like you said, you nailed it like with a third round pick and you need some depth at the tight end position. Maybe you're just looking for a spike week, uh, which certainly he could provide. So uh, like it, any any tight end in a good offense, even if they're not a top two option or, or worth rostering at this point. Uh, and Irv Smith has been someone who we have loved since uh, coming into the league. Uh, so, yeah, I like that call. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow our vacationing buddy, Matt Williamson, at Williamson NFL. Follow our guest host, Matt Price, at Matt Price FF. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.